You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Welcome back, my friends. Texas becomes the biggest U.S. state to lift the COVID-19 mask mandate. Imagine that, Texas, out in front of Florida, aren't they? Florida's still got their mask mandate. What are we doing here? We're in the midst of a global pandemic. We're not wearing our masks anymore. Oh, this, ah, we got to get into this. Before we do, if you're new here, thanks for joining. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies here in Seattle, Washington. But more importantly, I read the news that you want to hear right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. All right, let's jump on in. The Seattle Times article, and a number of you sent me this yesterday. Thanks so much for sending. And yeah, it's a big story because it's we keep hearing from the media, oh, the second second wave is going to come. We've got a new strain from, ah, we got a new strain from, ah. Oh, live in fear, hide your identity, wear your mask. Not in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Austin, Texas, the Seattle Times story. Texas is lifting. I mean, why wouldn't I read from the Seattle Times, right? Texas is lifting its mask mandate. Governor Greg Abbott said Tuesday, making it the largest state to no longer require one of the most effective ways to slow the spread of the coronavirus. You can you can see right off the bat where we're headed here. Texas is saying no go on the masks, even though we know we should be wearing them, right? All right. The announcement in Texas where the virus has killed more than 43,000 people, but, you know, probably two-thirds of those, they were going to die anyway of something else, an unrelated uh, unrelated something, but then they got the road, uh, knocked them off. And it's rattled doctors and big city leaders who say they are now bracing for another deadly resurgence. How long can the media continue to try and instill fear? Hunker down in your bunker. Fear. I don't know, a long time. One hospital executive in Houston, one, one hospital executive in Houston said he told his staff that they would need more personnel and ventilators. We have been hearing that over and over and over again. And yet you look at a lot of these hospital hospitals, they've got the ventilators. And what are they doing? Hmm. Are they totally tapped out? Are they throwing people out on the sidewalks? No, but we keep hearing this. They, you're going to need more people. You're going to need more ventilators. Does it ever come to that? Not as far as I can see. I, I don't see those stories. I hear people talking about it, always talking about if this happens and this happens, we might need this. Okay. In Texas, don't need to wear a mask anymore. Federal health officials this week urgently warned states to not let down their guard, warning that the pandemic is far from over. Live in fear for a lot longer so we can control you, right? I mean, that kind of feels like the message. Abbott, a Republican, has faced sustained sustained criticism from his party in America's biggest red state over the statewide mask mandate. Didn't want to wear a a mask, which was imposed eight months ago, as well as business occupancy limits that Texas will also scuttle next week. The mask order was only ever lightly enforced. Ah, wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. We're Texas. Texas kind of do our own thing. And even during the worst of the outbreaks of the pandemic, removing statewide mandates does not end personal responsibility, said Abbott, speaking from the crowded dining room of a restaurant in Lubbock, Texas, surrounded by several people not wearing masks. Lubbock, Texas. Wasn't that where Buddy Holly is from, I think? I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys out there, they're your classic rock. And that's actually just straight up rock and roll, isn't it? All right, so it's just now that state mandates are no longer needed, the governor said. The repeal takes effect March 10th. Oh, so watch out for a massive spike in numbers in Texas. 
No, you're probably not going to see that, are you? No, don't think so. The full impact uh, of Texas reversal was still coming into focus. We're still focusing on it. We're reimagining, rethinking the impact on Texas. Target, one of the nation's biggest retailers, said it would continue requiring customers to wear masks in Texas, effectively having people not want to shop at Target. They want to go elsewhere. Unfortunately, a lot of people just really love their Target shopping, right? Ah, oh, I got to go to Target. I, I see all kinds of pay, Facebook uh, posts where people are like, oh, this is my therapy going to Target. I think Target is um, it's a necessary store, but I try not to spend much time there. It's just kind of annoying. It's not the shopping experience that I want. But then again, I don't really like that kind of stuff, you know. Mark Cuban, owner of NBA's Dallas Mavericks, said he had no immediate plans to change the limits on fans at the American Airlines Center, where the biggest crowd so far this season was about 3,000 spectators. Man, that's a small crowd. That's a college, that's a small college crowd, let alone the NBA. Restaurant owners began confronting whether or not they too, they're confronting, they're conflicted, they're confronting whether they too would relax COVID-19 safeguards in their dining rooms that were already allowed to be almost fully open. So what are they confronting? Not much. No. School administrators scrambled to figure out the ramifications for the state's 5 million public school students. Yeah, they're going to figure that out, aren't they? Local officials will have some ability to impose new rules if cases spike, Abbott said. But those powers will be limited. That's just how Texas does it, right? While we've got, while we've made significant progress, I'd hate to have that go away, said Tinku Saini. He's the CEO of Tarka Indian Kitchen, which has locations across Texas. He said he would now allow customers to go maskless, but still require face coverings for staff. Okay, that's fair. As long as other people don't have to wear them, it's kind of like, uh, you know, make your own personal decision on uh, on how you want to handle this. At Bob's Steak and Chop House in Dallas, founder Bob Samble welcomed the ability to make decisions for his own restaurant again. That's the way I think a lot of people are kind of approaching this. Hey, we're adults. We can make decisions. Let's do this. No more masks. Get rid of the mask. Even though he has not decided what approach he'll take, I have a week, thank God, so he can reimagine and rethink his plan. Mask? No mask? What are we doing? Abbott joins a growing number of governors across the U.S. who are easing coronavirus restrictions. And they are typically Republican, right? They're not living in fear. Imagine that. Like the rest of the country, Texas has seen the number of cases and deaths plunge after the election. Shocking. It's, it's, it, the coincidence is amazing. Hospitalizations are at the lowest level since October, and the seven-day rolling average of positive tests has dropped to about 7,600 cases, down from more than 10,000 in mid-February. So numbers are down. And so the governor's just kind of going, yep, we don't really need masks anymore. Get rid of that mandate. Only California and New York have reported more COVID-19 deaths than Texas. Absolutely reckless, California Governor uh, Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, tweeted in response to Abbott's announcement. Okay, but nobody believes anything that Newsom says about anything on any topic, right? So when he says absolutely reckless, I think most people are like, okay, that means it's probably a pretty good idea because whatever Newsom does, play the opposite game. Just do the opposite and you'll probably end up a winner, right? Texas is fully reopening just ahead of the spring break holiday. Smart move. 
which health experts worry could lead to more spread. They're always worried about something, right? It's like, when are we going to move ahead with our lives and kind of put this behind us and not live in fear? Because I haven't throughout this whole thing. You guys have been following this podcast long enough, you know, just there's there's no reason to live in fear. If you get it, there's a super high probability you're going to live, right? Crazy. Abbott's rollbacks come just as the U.S. is picking up the pace of vaccinating people with victory over the virus in sight. We've got victory. We can see victory just right over that hill. Up around the next bend, there's victory. We're going we're gonna to be victorious over the virus. Nah, it's just that you're going to approach it kind of differently. People are going to be like, all right, yeah, we got rid of the masks. Oh, remember when we have to, used to have to do all that stuff? Remember all that crazy stuff we had to go through that did that really impact anything? Hmm, probably not, but we did it because they told us to. Huh. It's interesting how quickly we give up our freedoms. Tell us when it's safe, Governor. Tell us when it's safe. Oh, it's, it's safe now? Oh, the election's over? It's safe? Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm still going to double mask up because I want to be safe. And that's, you know, no mask, one mask, two masks, gloves, no gloves. Let us know. In Texas, 7.1% of nearly 30 million residents have been fully vaccinated. According to state data reported to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the fact that things are headed in the right direction doesn't mean we have succeeded in eradicating the risk. I think we're aware of that. I think we know that, said Dr. Lauren Ansel Myers, a professor of uh, biology and director of the University of Texas COVID-19 Modeling Consortium. She said the recent deadly winter freeze in Texas that left millions of people without power forcing families to shelter closely with others who still had heat could amplify transmission of the virus in the weeks ahead. Although it remains too early to tell. It might not happen. You know, we want to throw that out there so that you live in fear and you think you need to wear your mask when in fact you might not. But, eh, you know, this is what we're doing. Masks, she said, are one of the most effective strategies to curb the spread. I thought 15 days was enough to curve the spread initially. No, flatten the curve, 15 days to flatten the curve. That didn't happen. It took over a year. Huh, are they telling us strategies that may or may not be true? It's hard to tell, right? The top county leader in Houston, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo, said at the best, the reversal was wishful thinking. At worst, it's a cynical attempt to distract Texans from the failures of state oversight of our power grid. Uh Uh-oh, we're throwing another storyline in here. Okay, so you guys don't have to wear masks. Forget about that whole power grid thing. Just forget about that. No, I don't think so. I think the governor is just going, yeah, cases are down. This is what we're doing in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. I, I, I kind of think, um, what do I think? I'm, I'm one of those guys. I live in Seattle and everybody, you know, in, in the general area. Uh, here on the east side, people are a little bit more lenient with the whole mask thing. But in Seattle, man, if you don't wear a mask, it's like you have slaughtered your fellow citizen. You might as well have just gone out and killed another human being by not wearing that mask. Things are so severe here. I mean, that's just kind of the feeling you get. So when I hear about environments where they're like, mm, yeah, it's just not that big of a deal anymore. No mask. I'm kind of like, woohoo. All right. I could live with that. I could walk around with no mask. I could do that. I could do that. Oh, couldn't you guys do that? Or are you worried? Are you guys still worried? 
do you still wear a mask everywhere? I do just because people tell me to. Um, do I wash my hands as much? No, but I still do use sanitizer like before and after going into a store, that whole kind of thing. You might get the Rona off the handle on your cart, that kind of stuff. But um, for the most part, I'm kind of like, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I had like four tests. They've all been negative. I've been around people who've had it. I had people in my car who've had it been in, you know, for hours with people right there. I figure if I would have gotten it by now, I would have gotten it. People might say, oh, but Sean, you could have it, never know it, asymptomatic. Yeah, I could. But I'm not going to live in fear the rest of my life because of a virus that you're more than likely going to live from, you know, if you get it, right? I'm, I'm just not. And I'm, I'm 52. I am not in that 25 age demographic where they, if they get it, well, yeah, a little bit of the sniffles and move on with their lives. And how many millennials have I known to get it? And that's exactly what happened. A little bit of flu, but you know, nothing major. Now, if you get it with, with health issues, you got health issues or you're old, uh, you might go down. Different story, right? So we've got kind of this, this thing going on where some political leaders are like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. This is ridiculous. And then other states are going, oh, the shock, that's shocking. Oh, that is horrible. That's horrible management. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. It's Texas. Let's watch how Texas does this. Early in the pandemic, Abbott stripped the governor, Abbott stripped local officials of their power to implement tougher COVID-19 restrictions, but now says counties can impose mitigation strategies if virus virus hospitalizations exceed 15% of all hospital capacity in their region. Okay, so he's got a measure in place. All right, if you hit this number, you can go a little harder if you want to. Other than that, nah, this is what we're doing. No masks. Eh, deal with it. I like that approach. However, Abbott forbade local officials from opposing penalties for not wearing a face covering. I am 100% on board with that. Make it a recommendation. Penalties? That's ridiculous. I text and I've had a bunch of contact with my friend Gavin uh, Turner in uh, Australia. He's down under 18 hours ahead. And man, they have got some horrible restrictions there. And they literally have handed out millions of dollars in fines. And they have virtually no cases. So, you know, every government's kind of handling this differently. And at some point in time, you're going to have to rip off that Band-Aid and realize we're not going to wear masks forever. No, not in the United States. We're not going to wear masks forever. Other countries, you guys do what you want to do. But guess what? We're not, we're not going down this road. Oh, you might be doing that, Sean. Hmm, I don't think so. Retailers and other businesses will also still be allowed to impose capacity limits and other restrictions on their own. So are you going to go into a store that has massively more restrictions than the other store? Maybe, probably not. You're going to go to a store that you need stuff. And if you're afraid, maybe you wear your mask in there, feel a little bit better. That's your thing. Free will, right? Free to make your own choice. You're an adult. You can think for yourself. You don't need a government official to tell you when it's safe and when it's not. Because guess what? Most of the time, they don't know either. Abbott imposed the statewide mask mandate in July during a deadly summer surge. See, deadly summer surge. Really? People died, but was it a deadly summer? Nah. But enforcement was spotty at best. Oh, your enforcement, Governor Abbott. Oh, your enforcement. And some sheriffs refused to police the restrictions at all. Oh, can you believe the goal? And as the pandemic dragged on, Abbott ruled out a return to tough COVID-19 rules, arguing that lockdowns do not work. 
That was kind of my thought. Whether or not they work, it's like you just shouldn't do it. No go. Keep the people who need to be safe in a safe position, however you manage to do that, whatever. If you've got health issues, take yourself out, wear your mask wherever you go, get everything delivered. In today's day and age, you can do that. That's your choice. But for the rest of us, for those who need to go to work to make a living, you don't shut that down because that the impact of that is far greater than a few thousand people dying. And that's what we had here in the state of Washington, a few thousand people dying, literally. Politically, the restrictions elevated tensions between Abbott and his own party, with the head of the Texas GOP at one point leading a protest outside the governor's mansion. We've got division here. We've got division going on in Texas. Meanwhile, mayors in Texas' biggest cities argued that Abbott wasn't doing enough. Uh-oh. What's going on? Most of the country has lived under mask mandates during the pandemic, with at least 37 states requiring face coverings to some degree. But those orders are increasingly falling by the wayside because the election's over. North Dakota, Montana, and Iowa have also lifted mask orders in recent weeks. Hmm, interesting. What's going on there? What are their cases like there? Are they going to have a resurgence? Are they going to have a big resurgence? No, I don't think so. I bet you the case is just kind of, they keep leveling off and going down, down, down. In Texas, it was only last week that emergency restrictions on restaurants and businesses were relaxed in the Rio Grande Valley, which has been walloped by the virus like few other places in America. What do those numbers really look like? Were they high? Okay, they're high. But do we need to be, do we need to just hunker down and live in fear? I don't think so. It's like, okay, so you got a few more cases than the other guys, whatever. I appreciate Governor Abbott's desire to return to normalcy, but I remain concerned that at least in Hidalgo County, we may be moving too quickly. See, I think they've used all their fear mongering up. People are like, yeah, no, I don't think so. We're just not, we're just not doing the mass thing anymore. We're not worried about that as much. We're going to take all these restrictions. We're going to open them up and other states are following and people like me here in Seattle are like, uh, when are we going to ease up restrictions? Well, we're a very blue state here in Washington. So wish us luck because we will be one of the last people. First in, last out. We got the first cases here in Kirkland and Life Center, whatever it is in Kirkland. We were the focus of the pandemic and our governor is not going to go quietly in the night. No. We're not. We're going to have masks until 2025 here in Washington State. I don't know. I'm totally making that up. But can't you see that happening? Oh, you guys, you might, it might be the 14th iteration of the coronavirus out of Mexico now. You, you got to be living fear. You, you got to hunker down. Uh-oh, we, we need these restrictions. No, we're not. I don't think that's going to happen either. But um Washington will be one of the last states, mark my words, to <laughs> ease up on these ridiculous uh, restrictions. And, and if you believe that the mask really saves you, really helps you, by all means, wear your mask or don't go outside. Don't go see other people. Hunker down. Do your thing. Nobody's prohibiting you from doing that. But for all the rest of us, let us out of our cages and we're going to go do our thing. I appreciate Governor Abbott's desire to return to normalcy, but I remain concerned that at least in Hidalgo County, we may be moving 
too quickly. That's kind of the hedge bet, right? You, you, you say a bunch of stuff and you talk about it and you're like, oh, it might be too quick. Oh, I don't know about this. At some point in time, you got to rip off that Band-Aid and go. And that's what Texas did. They went. They're going. And everybody will look at them and go, oh, hey, Texas. Uh, yeah. Like they've been saying about Florida for how many weeks now? Hey, look at Florida. Yeah. Look at Florida go. Look at Florida go with their spring break. Woo, they are going. Now, they are having to do some restrictions there. But that's uh, that's the whole kid thing. When you got a bunch of millennials that want to party, they're going to party. And whether you tell them, hey, only groups of 20 or 200 or whatever at a time, they're just going to go party because the odds are one of them gets the coronavirus. Eh, yeah, their friends have all had it. And what happened? Not much. Like the flu. They got a little sick. You know, nobody dies. I'm sure there are some millennials that have died. And you see that in the news. One random guy got it and he was otherwise healthy and he died. All right, that sucks. But you can't have an entire society live in fear. The fear mongering has gone on long enough. It's go time. Let's get out of this nonsense. All right, so um, we may be moving too quickly. I don't know. I think it's about time. Here in Washington, though, we're going to reimagine. We're going to rethink our strategy for at least... Oh, man, another six months, maybe something like that. What are you guys doing in your states? If you're in Texas, hey, hats off to you. Take off that mask March 10th, put it away. Keep some in the in, keep some in, you know, in that back drawer, because you might need to whip them out at some point in time. I don't think we're over this. But uh, I think we're over a lot of the fear mongering that can possibly go on. Because have, have you guys seen like the news? When's the last time you like paid attention to a full media story on the coronavirus? Nobody cares anymore. It's yet another thing that you might get, you might get sick, it might kill you, life will kill you. That's the bottom line, right? Unfortunately, at the end of the day, nobody gets out alive. Do you want to live the rest of your life fearful wearing a mask? All right, that's your call. If you want to do that. I would choose to probably not do that. So that is why in a couple of days, I'm stepping on a plane and going to Maui. Just have to see how it goes there. All right. That is it for me on this one. I got a couple more podcasts I need to get in the pipeline here before I go to Maui. Although I will be doing, um, I'm probably just going to record some normal videos some just walk around. Hey, this is me going to Maui type video. You guys want to see that? If you do want to see that, let me know in the comments. Um, but that's probably what I'm gonna do because those are more those are easier to do than straight up podcasts from Maui, but I will do some of those too. So I'm going to try and mix it up for you guys a little bit. Let me know if that's something you want to see. If you're like, hey, Sean, we don't care about your vacation. We don't care about your time in Maui. I'm okay with that too. All right. That's it for me. I will catch up with you guys soon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. See you guys soon. Bye. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.